Adam, how you been? Was, oh, you started it off. I started it off. We had a real stare down going. Um, Who's going to do it? It's, it's, it was a real, uh, what do you call that? A real um, Mexican will they, standoff. Won't they will they, won't they? <laughs> will they, won't they make love or um, Mexican to each, each other? Or the ears of the listener, which is you. Hey, we've got some sweet sounds coming at your ears. We're going to Q-tip the hell out of those with... Uh, Sensual lotions and everything. Thank you for for joining us, Adam. Are you are you well? Were you sick on Monday? Was I sick? Or or it was Monday? Just, oh, you were walking around in all sweats, and then I was like, "Hey, you don't have to be sick to be chilling." Yeah, but then you literally said, "No, oh, yeah. too hot." Yeah, I don't know. I was worried. I'm I got tired. You. Okay. you know. All right, burning it at both ends there. I hear you. Which uh, I don't need to get into some hacky bit, but like I don't get it. But we can talk about it Burn, off mic. Burning the candle at both <laughs> yeah, ends. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go there on mic. Hey, who's where? What I are mean, these candles? With a, mm-hmm. they got two wicks. The wicks coming out the other side. What are we? What are we doing here? Is that the hacky bit you didn't want to do? Something like that. Yeah. Hold I was on. worried I got you sick. We sure. Oh, shared you a sick? hotel room. You were worried I got you sick. To be honest. Oh. Oh, you I? were sick. I was sick. Yeah. I almost brought Charlie a a, a Kleenex on stage because I noticed you wipe your nose and then I saw like a string of snot. <laughs> Was that noticeable? <laughs> Just once. Okay, because that is my fear. I uh, I get runny noses on stage, and so when I was I was sick, and I was doing forty five, and the first night I got a runny nose, and then what you're trying to do is find jokes where you have a natural gesture where you have a hand next to your next to your nose, and then give yourself a little wipe. Yeah, I often have jokes where the, the basic energy is I'm a pretty cool guy, so I like do that little nose touch, like, yeah, come at me, you yeah. know? Or like, you do, I just want to do a joke where I was asking people for cocaine. Oh, there I you go. Fucking, fucking wipe it off on my sleeve, but I couldn't couldn't work that into the set. Mm-hmm. It betrays your character a tad. But yeah, night two, it's a, it's a bad feeling to be like, I got 20 minutes left, and I need to wipe my nose, and... I'm always very convinced that if I wipe my nose and the audience sees me wipe my nose, they just lose all respect for me. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think the headliner was a little confused by my willingness to help. I'm like, <laughs> do you have any napkins? Charlie's Charlie's in need. <laughs> the feature? <laughs> no, the uh, Mo. Oh, the, the yeah, manager. Yeah. Right, right. You called him the headliner. Did I? I want to clarify. That Wait, was me. No. Um, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need a tissue for Charlie. He's like, I'll just bring it up there. I'm like, no, no, no I'm going to wave it and see if he needs it. He's like, whatever. <laughs> it is funny, I all this the subtle m- stuff where it's like, well, I'm not going to bring him a tissue. Because it would have been fucking weird if he brought me a tissue. And, been good. and I, you had been passing it off or done. and you know, Right. Like the it. magic of the show. And he's like, I don't, I'm just opening bottles of beer here. Mm-hmm. It's not that magic. Despite what dressing like a magician. Oh, ties, the, suspenders. The folks up there, that the yeah. Weird, weird way to dress. Mm-hmm. That would have been the, in the future. If I go up there, no kerchief, and I need a nose wipe, you see it. You bring me a beer. As it, oh, I'll, ask, with I'll a, ask for a beer. There you go. And then you bring me with a, a beer with a napkin, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll give it a little wipe on yeah, that. I like it. I'll act like I'm wiping the beer or something. I think a fate like a face towel would be good because you could pretend you're wiping sweat off and also get a little, mm. little nose action. Boy, people love... 
comedy shop talk. I don't know if they thought it would get as in the weeds as knows. I don't enjoy the talk of like, oh, how do you construct a joke? I want to be like, what are you doing? You got a runny nose up there. That's that's a way better. I'm into it. That's what these pros are really talking about. Oh, got a burp. You beat me to it. We'll edit those out, right? Yeah. I'm waiting uh, on mine. I also, I had to burp up there. That's another problem. You can't burp into the mic. People get mad at that. I get gassy up there sometimes. It's Mm. a problem. I don't think I've ever experienced that. It's one of the more underrated uh, difficulties of comedy is when you're doing a long set, you need to just like control your bodily functions for Mm -hmm. 45 minutes. My sphincter stay in line pretty much up there. Yeah, it's not the sphincter I have a problem with. It's everything. Yeah, a lot of things are sphincters, aren't they? I, don't, I only think of a sphincter as... Is your asshole? Yeah, but you're right. Sphincter can apply also to a bunch of Also the fart. I mean, a sphincter. Mm-hmm. That thing in uh, Star Wars, that like slug that came out of the planet. I think that came out of a sphincter. Slug came out of the planet. Was uh, it the thing that almost ate Princess Leia after n- she... No, but that's another sphincter. That's a toothy sphincter right After there. she wouldn't leave Jabba alone, boy, was she <laughs> coming on strong to him. I know. It's like, lady, how about playing hard to get and take that bikini off, throw on a throw on a nice blouse, huh? Tell me about it. Well, uh, welcome to the Adam S. Chuck podcast. If you uh, had not felt welcome up to this point, uh, mm-hmm. I welcome you. I have a question for you today, Ch- 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 Chucky boy. <laughs> I clapped and knocked the mic over. Mm-hmm. Hey, hit my hit, hit sturdy hey, hit materials me. in this studio. Did you call it a studio? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We we had a rough stretch there. <laughs> Everything's uh, fall. The wheels are coming off the mm-hmm. podcast, but we're to the question part. People's favorite part of the podcast is the question. They hate the answers, but they love a good question. All right. Well, let let me do it uh, Jeopardy style here. I guess that's just a question. <laughs> that's just any question. Jeopardy. <laughs> I'd like to construct this sentence Jeopardy style. <laughs> Jolly, what the, what the, what, 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 what was that whole Manhattan project about? Ah. Familiar. I'm, I'm semi-familiar. Same. The, I, Adam trying to pretend that he has an idea of the Manhattan Project. Well, if you float an idea before the pod, and I'm like, that was the thing about this, right? You're like, you'll have to find out. I'm like, I can't even launch into it with some confidence. I'm sorry. This is this feels like a betrayal. So That's you okay. Can, um, we betrayed I said, the listeners. We decided this an hour ago. I, I hope s- you feel cheated. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, a little bit peek behind the curtain. But I said, what if we did the Manhattan Project? And Adam said... The syphilis thing? And I said, uh, you'll have to wait and see. Am I right on that? No, it is not well, about Why syphilis. are you doing this to me? I'm that was the um, Tuskegee? Tuskegee? Oh, the Tuskegee. Exper- what was the syphilis thing? I think syphilis. I think they literally gave like a bunch of people in like Birmingham or something syphilis. Was that Tuskegee? Wait, where's Tuskegee? I don't know. Is that in Alabama? Tuskegee sounds foreign to me. Okay. But it could just be a, a city. Well, there was the one where people had syphilis and they refused to give them treatment to observe what would happen. Oh, my memory of the syphilis thing was they're just like, what would happen if we gave one of our cities syphilis? And then they were like, oh, they they don't do well. They die. Uh, I thought it was a refusal to treat, but... You could be right. Um, like that makes more sense. I don't know if our government was... Withholding like Leia should have done. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna put an end to this podcast mm-hmm. with this, this siding with Jabba talk um, the man... <laughs> great impression <laughs> I loved it that was just I was just channeling my sleep apnea that's all that is <laughs> I wake up Jabba the Hutt some nights 
Oh, that is, that's what that character was. He was the physical embodiment of sleep apnea. <laughs> is it, like, should we have, sometimes I'll choke on my tongue if I'm laying on my back. What? Sleeping. <laughs> like, I'll, like, kind of, like, wake up. All right, that shouldn't happen. Do you sleep on your back? I'll sleep everywhere. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not too loyal. I don't mean on your own back. I mean, like, laying on your back. No, I understand. Um... I will sometimes sleep on my back. I'm more of a front sleeper. I'm, I'm, I'm all side and front. I'm um, more of like a you know cheek on the side of the pillow, chest down. So like the only time I sleep on my back, I do it unintentionally and then I wake up and I'm like, I think it's normal to choke on your own tongue when, mm. you're, when you're laying back and unconscious. Maybe, but not to the point. The back that, of your tongue? Is that what, sleep apnea is not choking on your own tongue though. It's your like throat? A, like, yeah, I think your tongue, like the back the of your tongue, tongue kind of... I thought it was just a respiratory thing. I don't know. I got a real strong, meaty tongue. I've been working it out. I got a little barbell at the gym. <laughs> I, I taped uh, taped two. Um, I started with dum-dums, but now I've moved up to Tootsie Pops. Oh, that's and cute. I just do little tongue curls while I'm that's a... jamming out at PF. Dum-dum bells. I love mm-hmm. it. All Planet right. Fitness really condones any treat-related <laughs> exercises. I'll be honest. Put some candy in there. Work on your chewing. That's what our I'm gym's all about. bring pizza. They're... They're usually in the back of like a, like an old cop's grocery store or something. So yeah. why not, why not do that? That's the problem with Planet Fitness. You can really tell that it was not supposed to be their business to begin with. Yeah, the one, the one I go to is decent actually, but I think that East Side one doesn't seem. Yeah, what was that? An old movie theater? Or is that the? There used to be a movie theater in that mall. Hmm. Oh, South Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd go to movies there. Yeah. They had a they had a turnstile. It was fun. Um, but the Manhattan Project is what it was about. The folks at home have been clamoring to listen about. Uh-huh. So this is uh, this revolves around World War Two. LSD? No. God damn it! It's all about the government's done too many experiments. They, they're always <laughs> leave it to the scientists. Government. That's what they do. I realize there's some overlap. I mean, they they hire <laughs> the scientists. Not, it's not just a senator. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need some federal funding to find out about this. They're like, Do you have any expertise? He's like. No, it's why I'm doing the experiment. If you give me enough money, I think I can figure it out. Um, now they wanted to know about bombs. They wanted to know about this whole, this whole. Oh, the A bomb, the A bomb, uh-huh. and other bombs. Damn it! I'm uh, really embarrassed. This was. Uh, have you ever seen that? Uh, what's the uh, the Watchman? You ever seen this? There's that blue guy. Yeah, his name's Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. He's some sort of metaphor. Don't quite get how, but he is the Manhattan Project, because they, like, experimented on him and made him an atomic man or something. I don't remember that. Well, I he... remember the, the guy that, like, saw moving camouflage. Oh, the Rorschach face? Rorschach. Yeah, he was... Uh, the, that character became way less interesting to me when they took his mask off. Yeah. And he was just, like, some dude you'd see on the street. Well, it was you know. weird watching that movie, because he was in, you know, X number of scenes, and until someone explained to me what was happening, I was just like... Oh my god, my parents are having sex in this movie. Like repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that they mm-hmm. put that on his face. Oh. Uh, no, but what the Manhattan Project was. So I really want to cut out that I didn't know what this is. I want to be very honest. Okay, you can I do should. That. I've heard. You well, can... I can't now. We have <laughs> we've talked about <laughs> how many things. It's impossible. I'm sorry. Now that you mention it, I'll say I don't. You knew this existed. I never knew the details at all. I will admit that. Probably didn't know it was called the Manhattan Project, Uh which is, I mean, I know how the story ends. But you're not like we had atomic bombs. That's not right. right. The story we'll we'll get there. I don't want to give it away, but uh, kabooey. Um. So 
we're going to start over in Germany. We've got a little scientist named Albert Einstein, and he's he's working his way on a chalkboard, right? Yes, yep. Adam's doing the face right now. Um, he's got the silly silly tongue and the hair. And uh, I've been choking on this silly tongue. I've been working it out just for this impression. Mm-hmm. They're not impressed as much as I'd like you to be. Albert Einstein, we all know he is the the genius that we all like to reference. Mm-hmm. He's also the biggest um, counterpoint to people being like, yeah, I wasn't good at school, but you know who else wasn't good at school was the guy who dropped out and then went and did like math equations all day long and like dedicated his life to... Right, you can't really say that while you're just smoking, you know. Right. I feel like people are Weed like, or cigarettes. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be this narc up here, but I do want to say... <laughs> If you're playing video games, it's not really... I guess, uh, I guess, what is it, SpaceX? They just take a bunch of video game designers. They're like, oh, if you can like manufacture gravity for like a video game, you, you can make a spaceship. Oh, really? I think Elon Musk was once like, oh, yeah, if you, if you get physics to generate like a video game, like you're totally qualified to make a spaceship. Hmm. It's kind of it was strange. All right. These games are good. Yeah, I believe it. They, yeah. But with Einstein, he... He comes up with, uh, what does he do? E equals MC squared. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the, the theory of relativity. Is that the same thing? Are those two different ideas? E stands for inertia or something. Hmm. MC, that's, uh, that's Hammer. We all know him. He was, he was hot on the mic. He was a, but really, he was a total square. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he comes up with that. I think that kind of kickstarts some of this. Uh, some of this, I don't know if it was physics or uh, whatever they have. But they, they they start getting better at science. Yeah. All right. There's a couple other German or Hungarian scientists, and they make some major leaps regarding like uh, fission or fissure. Fissures? Fusion? Fission? F- Is fission the opposite of fusion? What's a fissure? It's kind of like an earthquake inside an atom. I think. Okay. I think it's. Is it the splitting of an atom? Maybe a little like bit. the atom bomb was. I think. I don't know if they split the atom. I think they were splitting things before the atom. Okay. The thing that's a little bigger than the atom or something. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. splitting the eve. And uh, they had to work there eventually. But so there's these German guys. Mm -hmm. And I think Germany kicks them out of the country. Who needs science? Yeah. I I think they were probably critical of the Nazis. I think they hated the Nazis. Also, that Einstein, he might have been a Jew. Did they leave intentionally or did they get kicked out? They might have left and then not been invited back. I'm going to say Einstein's a German. And then he's like... I'm going to go study in England because I don't trust what these Germans are up to. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I'm going to stay in England because they might beat me up if I go back, right? Or worse, these Nazis capable of a lot of stuff. I've heard. So the Germans have a good sense of what Germany wants to do. They come up with this technology and they go, oh, we kind of figured out about bombs and Germany knows about bombs. Mm-hmm. They had, so Germany was like the first people to get the information on that it was theoretically possible to create an atomic bomb. Okay. I didn't realize that based on what they were doing while in Germany. I think so. Okay. So the Germans are a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh huh. So. But they kicked out the only guys that know really how to execute? But they probably, I think they had other guys. Okay. But these were maybe the, the thought leaders, or maybe they're just famous because of this. All right. What they do is they write a letter to FDR, and they go, FDR, the Germans know how to make a bomb. You guys need to start, they don't know how yet, but like they could figure out how to make a bomb someday. You guys should start stockpiling uranium 
and make a bomb first. And they, and they write that letter and they send it to the president of the United States. So he gets his letter from these excommunicated Germans. And he's like, all right, I guess we got to start making bombs. Wow. On good faith. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess there's no real trick to be like, hey, make bombs. Right. Gotcha. And it'd be weird if this was a ploy by the Germans to be like, we're going to distract them with bombs and then attack them with <laughs> swords. Right. Like yeah. we're going to go attack them. They'll be worried about the bombs. And then later they'll have built a bomb. But all right. So they're like, gather uranium. Um, are we're going to tell you later? Just do that first. It's like one of those in those movies, like a Mr. Miyagi type who's like, go do this simple task. You'll know the rest when you need to. <laughs> they uh, gather up all the uranium and then they go, what do we do with this uranium? And it's like the same thing you've been doing all along. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I can't. I like those characters, those old sage, but I hate just the blind. I would be, I could never just take it on faith. Like, right. Collect your Why? Maybe that's why I have problems with every authority figure I've ever worked under. I'm more excited to see the Mr. Miyagi character who the guy's like, now can I learn karate? And he's like, no, but my car is very clean. So thank yeah. you for thank you for doing that. Um, so what happens? So America gets on the case pretty quick. And they hire a guy named Robert. I think his name is John Robert Oppenheimer. Or Robert J. Oppenheimer, mm -hmm. or something like that. Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's it. So he gets put in charge of the Manhattan Project, and that's just like they've got all these scientists scattered about the U.S. Scattered? <laughs> they don't, I think there's offices, working remotely. There's offices everywhere. All right. Part of it might have been they might have literally been like if we put all of our scientists in one place, groupthink. Like we could like get in pro trouble because I don't know they. Oh, they could take them out. Maybe, maybe what, at what point during the war was this? The war had started? This was like before the U.S. was in the war. Okay. But when the U.S., the U.S. was just kind of Biden its time for a mm -hmm. while, right? Joe Biden watching the time. war. It's Joe, they were Joe <laughs> Biden at their time. And uh, <laughs> it's nothing. I just had to shrug for a second there. It's nothing. <laughs> so they were, they've got these, well, part of it. So I think a lot of stuff was happening in New Mexico. Literally because that's where Area 51 is, right? Yeah. Was that related? I don't think today it, people are still... I don't know if it's directly... Not saying that. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say it is related. Okay. Because I think there became a point where they got pretty close to these bombs. Mm -hmm. And they went, well, we got to start seeing if they blow up. But we can't just be... We can't be working in Manhattan and dropping atomic bombs. But we can go to New Mexico and fence this place off. And start dropping bombs. Now, how many A-bombs were tested not in the water? I only picture them big mushroom, you know what I mean? In the ocean, big mushroom cloud. I don't picture many land. I think the ocean seems worse. Because I wouldn't drop a bomb in the ocean. Because you get one of those tidal wave situations. But like the middle of the ocean. Yeah, The ocean's true. so big that it, it by the, it's not going to probably even register by the time it hits shore. That's fair. That's fair. It's not going to... This isn't the first time on the podcast that I've had to tell <laughs> Charlie the ocean's bigger than he thinks. <laughs> has less islands. I'm pretty indignant that the ocean's a manageable size. <laughs> Everyone there kind of knows each other. It's, mm -hmm. it's small enough. Um, so I think Area 51 is in New Mexico. Okay. Because it's just the, the U.S. is like, this is where there's space. Right. Um, there's also... I, I think of like Montana... 
Montana's also where we get some of these UFO sightings, though. Is it? I think all the UFO sightings are just where there's a ton of open land. Okay, Nevada. Be- yeah, Maybe why, Nevada. why open? What is open land? I called it Nevada because you called it Nevada. I've never pronounced it that Nevada? way. Nevada. I say Nevada. I don't know. I don't know where I changed. I, I used to say Nevada. I think I say Nevada. I don't know if you're wrong, but I was disappointed myself for just just mm-hmm. mimicking it. Yes, ending. Yes, ending. Yeah, there's not another way to pronounce that word. I'm giving you some edits here, Adam. (laughs) So, yeah, they've got all the space out there. So, Dr. Dr. Oppenheimer, he's in probably the most important office. There's a point during the war. Oh, this is probably one of the reasons they were worried about having too much information. They don't want all the information in one spot. It's like puzzle pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got an office here. I want my puzzle pieces in one spot, to be honest. Yeah. All connected. <laughs> that makes sense. On my grandma's table. That's a, that's a fair point. But what you do, and so think of it like this. The Manhattan Project is a bunch of people trying to make a giant puzzle, right? I understand. You don't have to, they don't want the puzzle together until it needs to be. But I'm saying, but someone's trying to figure out what the puzzle looks like at the end, right? Right. So you got these people making different areas of the puzzle mm-hmm. and the Soviets come in and they want to they wanna know what the whole puzzle situation is. That's why you got to spread these pieces out to different spots. It's like the polywogs. Who are the polywogs? Ooh, don't get me started. No, I'd love to get you started on okay, the Okay, it was just some book or polywogs or a, a whirlidersh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very different. No, it was some, it was some book. That I read in school where this this uh, uh, woman, young woman, I'm going to call her a girl, that young, uh, like, I think it had something to do with her Native American heritage. I don't know. She had to put these things on, like, every corner of the United States. I don't know, but maybe she didn't have a car. Johnny Appleseed? No. Different different Native American girl. Mm-hmm. Talking about those dumb little libraries? Was that her? Dumb little libraries. Those little free libraries around town? Where people are like, oh, you can come, you leave a book, and you take a book, and... I'm goddamn 30 years old. I I don't think they had those back then. Nor did we know what the Manhattan Project was, so give me some leeway here. Those little free libraries are really a cute idea, but they're very stupid. Because we have actual libraries where you can go online, look up books, and go get the book you want. Right. Instead, people are just like dropping strange books on the street. That's Uh not how they're like. With bed bugs. No, I think, though... I think it's kind of the charm for some people is... It's charming. It, is you just pick what you're... You're just like, I would have never tried this if I, it wasn't one of the few options, and I turned out I liked it. That's fair. Also, I, I can't use a regular library. Um, you're overwhelmed? I no, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to read it on time or return it on time. I see. I take my sweet time. I have like... I think I'm reading like, like five books at a time. I'm just like, what book am I in the mood for now? I think you can you can extend once. You get a four-weeker, yeah. and then you get one extension. But then if everybody wants that book, it used to be like a problem in my life. Was that there was like a new <laughs> book, okay, and people were on hold. It was like, you're going to have to wait two months to read this book. That's bananas to me that I think about that now. And I was like, I was waiting to read. If I possibly had the enthusiasm to be like, I got to read that book, I would buy it immediately and yeah. just start reading. I don't have the patience you're going to lose that enthusiasm. To expect, yeah, expect enthusiasm in the future. Enthusiasm fizzles. Mm-hmm. Quite easily. But these uh, these Manhattaners, they were, they were... Are you telling me what I think you're telling me? Are we done with the pod? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been a good run, guys. Thank you for listening. No, no, we're not. We're not closing it that way. I want to... So, 
But what did happen, the Soviets, the Soviets, like, infiltrated the Manhattan Project. I, I think the Americans were very aware. They like, had scientists infiltrate? See, I think that's part of it. They didn't have people infiltrate who could accomplish anything. I think the Russians stepped in, and they figured out some stuff, and then they wrote some letters back to Russia and went, hey, we, we figured out part of the science. We figured this out. And they go, and then they're just like, oh, no, this is actually just the chicken pot pie recipe to one of the scientist's grandmothers. <laughs> right. It's on. a great family recipe that we are not supposed to have, but uh, I don't think it's really going to change the war. <laughs> yeah, they sent it over. They're like, well, we can make Bush's baked beans now, but where is that going to get us? Um, so that they, the Soviets figured out some of the science and then didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they just they sent Sputnik up later and got us that way, and they're like, we'd learn science now, douches, but the time they didn't know anything so eventually we're dropping these bombs out in uh out in new mexico roswell is it roswell new mexico that's area 51 mm-hmm. i'm gonna say it's the same spot that seems right. yeah is it 51 square miles or something Do you good know the... question i don't know it seems like enough miles to drop bombs yeah yeah for sure and i don't know i'm assuming they made it was just smaller versions of the big bombs well but is that Can how you atoms do work? that? Because if you're, you can't split less than an atom. You were know what I mean? Split, they were splitting literally one atom. That's how the bombs work. Pretty sure, yeah. Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? So why did the bomb? But so this does take me to. They had a few versions of it. Yeah, they had the hydrogen bomb. Is that different than the 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 A bomb? Yeah, they had one that was like uranium based, and mm-hmm. then one that was. They're all nuclear. That's all part of it, but. Like uranium and I don't know titanium, <laughs> and, and these are that, that's where the fat man and the little boy came from. Aha, uh-huh, they were too different. One of them was like a one of them was skinny. They were just they were in different shells. Yeah. So I think they had different versions. Or like this one kind of works like this, and this one works like that. Why did we? We just wanted to see which one we liked better. While we hadn't decided up till that point. So my guess. So. Jumping ahead is going to disappoint some people if we get right to the end here. But we uh, we we blow up Japan later in this story, right? I think they dropped the two bombs on them because they might have been like, this uh, This first one might not work. Okay. I don't know if that's true. But I think they, because they, why not just have two fat men Yeah, if right. the fat men is the better bomb, right? For sure. There's no reason to be like, we're showing off our different types of bombs. Unless they're like, this bomb seems like the one that'll work. But if it doesn't, this one seems like a good bet. That's fair. Also. So I think that's what they ended up doing. Okay. And I think they developed three bombs. And then like, uh, I don't know what the, you know, Jesse's girl or something didn't make it into the, didn't make it into the group. Mm-hmm. She, she stayed at home because they're like, this is, a, this is a silly, we misnamed it. But ultimately, we, we got to like 42. And the timing of it seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if they finished the bomb and then they waited six months and then they're like, now is the time to drop the bomb. Or if we were just planning on dropping a as bomb. As soon as we had it. Once we had those bombs. I feel like that's a surefire way to, to, to not execute well. You know what I mean? What that's do you mean? when fat man and little boy just stick a thumb up their ass and crash through a diner, don't explode. You know what I mean? Japanese. I'm just saying if you're like, as soon as we finish this, we're dropping it. We need to drop We then you're rushing the scientist and this yep, and that. That's true. I guess the point the point in the war that you drop a drop those bombs is when you start to win, right? Because if they, I think if you drop the bombs and you're behind, 
here's what I'm going to say. If they dropped the bombs and they were currently losing the war, they ran the risk of Germany going, oh, we've got bombs. Mm-hmm. And we were ahead before the bombs. So we dropped bombs, we're ahead again. I see. I, they probably didn't know if Germany had bombs or not, right? So instead, what you do is you have we to know, go. We didn't know a lot of things. Once we doing. take the lead, if we drop the bomb, then they're way behind and they yeah. got to give up. Yeah. Because you don't drop the bomb and then keep fighting. That's fair. That's gonna, That's my guess as to why they timed it out that way. Okay. I mean, they also could have... I mean, I don't know how many we had at that point. I mean, now we know. Oh, once we drop those bombs, everyone's dropping those bombs. Right. It's the whole uh, the whole arms race and the, mm-hmm. the nuclear standoff. Who has most of them? Just us in Russia right now? We've got a lot. We have a ton. Does Russia have a lot? Oh, yeah. Iran's up to something. Mm-hmm. But we told them not to. We've we've told everyone not to. Yeah, we're real. We're us and Russia are like a real hypocritical p- parents here. Yep. Like, hey, don't. We're smoking cigarettes. In don't the, do in this. The basement. Do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. And it is crazy because they changed the rules of war after those bombs, where they literally went. I because at the moment you are allowed to drop bombs. Now I think they rewrote the rules, and you can't drop bombs like that during the war. Am I wrong? Uh, you can't in what sense? It becomes a war crime? It's a war crime now. Well, I don't think you could do it in a time not of war. <laughs> I just, you're not supposed to do it. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a, it's but the a, problem isn't that... <laughs> I mean, once you decide to do it, you're not worried about breaking the rules. A war crime is a crazy thing. Uh, I guess you, people are try, tried after for war crimes, but I don't well, know. Well, because that, like, that's the thing. The Nazis didn't break the rules except for the Holocaust, right? Like, it's not... I don't know. I I guess I don't know the legality. But to be like, we are in war and we're going to come shoot you. That's legal. It's just... it's We're like, that's the rules of war. But then if you go, and when we capture you, we're going to fucking torture you, that's illegal. We have rules that say you can't torture people. Is that why we never say we're in war when we are anymore? We just call it like military engagement so that we can get away with torturing and stuff well i think more why why can we torture people in uh uh, guantanamo bay or whatever oh we can't we're not supposed to do okay but no one's yelling at us for it um yeah i mean people are upset but yeah but as far as if it's a war crime crime, like then it should be a i don't think we're allowed to be torturing them in guantanamo i guess i don't know like because waterboarding that was a that's a torture. Yeah, and I think sure. that's a, that was illegal. Yeah, but no one ever got. We were arguing about it. Yeah. So here, here's my here's my opinion. I could be wrong. There wasn't. Was oh, that how opinions work now? <laughs> there wasn't a rule until they dropped the atomic bomb. Nobody had written down in the Geneva Convention, "Hey, no atomic bombs. Those are against the rules." We dropped the bombs. War ends, and then people went, "Okay, well, if we're gonna play by these rules." Every time we have a war, people are just going to blow up cities where people live with unfair bombs. Because the Germans, they were bombing London every night, but they had like bombs where we're like, those are approved. Those are okay. Yeah, see, that's your bombs are too good. Because no bomb is is really, I mean, there's always going to be casualties and Mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, what do you call them? Collateral damage. Yeah, there's a lot. That of feels. Uh, I, I I don't think that should, I should have used that. Collateral. That sounds um, blase. Yeah, a little a little bit blase for. I think, but I mean, it is a term. That's, yeah, 
You're allowed to go shoot soldiers. You're not allowed to go shoot citizens. Right. And the nuclear bombs is, but I don't know. All the bombs are about citizens. I don't know. I don't think we can use them anymore. I think we changed those rules. Yeah. I mean, we're not allowing people to have them. I think we're trying to de, you know, we're trying to still wind it back with Russia and other bit, but nobody really wants to get rid of them once they have them. Yeah. Once you once you hold that cold, <laughs> cold steel of an atomic bomb in your hand, you feel that power. <laughs> you can't let it go. Let me ask you this. How big are these bombs? Great question. Could they fit in our apartment? Uh, I want to say totally. Okay. Could they fit in our bathroom? Uh, I want to say yes. Shower size bombs? Is that is that? I mean, I'm picturing the photo of Fat Man and Little Boy. You're probably right, but I bet I bet Little Boy fits in the bathtub at least. I could be way wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, obviously, it's not the uh, the atom that takes up space in the bomb. That's <laughs> no. all the machinery to split it. Um, oh, that's what... I want to say very tiny. <laughs> And I am literally, tell me if you think I'm wrong, I'm literally picturing like a bomb, like a bullet shaped, Mm -hmm. like in Mario that they're launching. Yeah, that's how I picture it. And then inside, do they have like saws and shit that split the atom open? Yeah, they have a bunch of little little elves. Is it really as simple as like when the the bomb touches the ground, it creates just like a chain reaction, like a Rube Goldberg style thing and it splits an atom? It doesn't work like that. No, it's much more whimsical though. It's if, like uh, it hits a marble and the marble rolls, it falls down and a machete chops through an atom. Yeah, if um, if Wes Anderson ever made a, a war movie, it would be a total Rube Goldberg <laughs> machine in that A-bomb. I love that. I'd watch that. <laughs> um, about the war, Wes Anderson, about World War II. Yeah, that Isle of Dogs I liked. Yeah, um, I never saw it. People were like, yeah, people came out against it, but it, I think it was... They were like, this is anti-Japanese. Oh. And then people were like, no, it's just Japanese. It's oh, just... I think we listened to the same podcast recently. That's it. Edit that out. <laughs> okay. um, I like um, that. Grand Budapest Hotel. Pretty boring. Mm-hmm. A little overrated. I missed a few of them. But, but uh, I, I, can't, think... I can't wait for, uh, you know, the next uh, Dunkirk 2 by Wes Anderson. <laughs> so I think actually what happens is you get a, what they do is they detonate above ground. Like if you what picture you the explosion being like a total coming out of... I think you get more damage if it doesn't hit the ground. You lose like half of the blast like going down towards the ground. You know what I mean? It's like a so I think they try and detonate it at a certain height above the city. Oh, I see. So you want to act have the actual you want to have the bomb go off like as it's becoming level with the top of the buildings kind of. I mean, I don't know the specific height, but, but just I don't think do. they want ha- like half of that energy like immediately transferred to the ground. I think they want um, I'm not exactly sure at what point, but I'm pretty sure they detonate it before it hits the ground. Boy. I, I'm curious. Here's here's how how we'll wrap the story. I'm gonna say one of the reasons they put all these puzzle pieces in different spots, maybe it wasn't just because they didn't want the Soviets to find out. Could have been they didn't want all these people knowing what, what they were working on? Because if they all know we are trying to build a bomb to blow up cities in Japan, a couple hands in the room are going to go up, right? That's fair. Especially scientists. I'd like to give them credit. Say they're thoughtful people. and Yeah. It's the cl- scientists usually, they're like, they get real heads down. They're focused on their project. Mm-hmm. But then when they start to realize like, oh, you're going to use these dinosaurs for that purpose? That's a terrible... There's that's, a dinosaurs in there. Well, it's the whole Jurassic Park issue. Uh, did you ever see the movie where the boy had the little dinosaurs? 
Clifford. Oh no, it was a home video I made. Um, <laughs> no, there was a movie where they like brought dino. This kid had like real dinosaurs, but they were these little. They were you know the size of gerbils. Uh, it was an interesting movie. I don't know. I have these weird memories from childhood that I don't remember mm. enough to Indian maybe even in the find it. No, but not too far from it. Did you ever watch that one? I did. Native American in the Cupboard. Yes. Sorry. I got a mm-hmm. podcast with the times. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a weird one. Oh, remember Toy Soldiers? Ugh, fuck Toy Soldiers. Wait, which ones? What, the ones, uh, were there a few versions of them? Maybe. They just felt mean-spirited to me at the age. Yeah, I remember being I a little creeped out were. by some of those yeah. fellas. Um, there's the guy with the flat top, and he was scary. Mm-hmm. But then I had a video game where it was um, it was the little green soldiers fighting, and that was fun. Oh, was like the army game, yeah. like with the how oh, those were fun. We used to shoot those with BB guns quite a bit. Ooh, mm-hmm. those no good pieces of shit. But oh, are you thinking of your joke, the one with the yeah? Sex I'm doing stars? that tonight. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm trying to squeeze it in there. <laughs> Only because guy on one knee. Hold- I want to make a joke about guy, <laughs> guy on, one on one knee, knee with mortar. <laughs> guy on one knee. <laughs> uh, great sex toy. Um, yeah, so the, that's that's why you split up these scientists because they're all thinkers, and when you get them thinking together, they don't let you win the war because they realize yeah. that the lives of the Japanese matter. Well, you've heard that saying, right? What um, scientists who think together stink together. <laughs> No, just me. <laughs> you taught me something today, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you taught me most most of the bomb stuff. You had a much better understanding of. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. Oh, two minds come together to create one real piece of misinformation. <laughs> but I tell you what, she looks better than uh, Leia did in that try hard outfit of hers. Yeah, this information, she's. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Do you know? I mean, were there other scientists? Is the only face of this, Mister? Bobbit Oppenheimer Schmidt. Yeah, we've got Oppen- Lorena Oppen Lorena Oppenheim doing a Lorena Bobbit joke. Yeah, a topic Trying. you keep pitching me about <laughs> the woman who cut off her husband's penis. I thought she was the first woman to to have a bob haircut. <laughs> a fashion episode. I regret that voice. I'm cutting that voice. <laughs> I regret that voice a lot. And I didn't even do it. <laughs> it was only half of it was a, a voice. <laughs> you changed the voice halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got. Clean cut, Robert, and we've got Kooky Einstein, who really sat out the war, I think. I yeah, think he's... Okay. He kind of retired from science Chill, at a good chilling moment. Chilling in London. Uh, yeah. Probably Cambridge or something, one of those cool universities. Uh, where you Oxford. Just, Oxford. I don't know where Cambridge is. Is that in the U.S.? Massachusetts. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all we know about Cambridge, and we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. All the way to this point, that's impressive. That is impressive. I uh, I want to remind you because we've had people come at us and go, "Hey, what? Why are you only on SoundCloud? Hey, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on pretty much anything except yes, Spotify. You can email Spotify; they won't take SoundCloud. They don't it? integrate. Email Spotify and say we're ready to integrate. Okay, mm-hmm. you're we're past the point you can stop uh, segregating your hosting sound hosting yeah and uh allow allow for it all but if you do operate on one of those other platforms give us a rating maybe a good one even if you're feeling it leave us a comment on that soundcloud those are fun um check back in for buttons big big button news coming on coming down the pike stickers no no no, that's a little crazy sorry Mm -hmm. uh tell a friend maybe 
And keep listening, folks. Thanks for tuning in.